Hey guys, hello, 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 hello. Um, welcome to another episode of the Growth Room. I believe on episode three right now. Um, I'm so excited and I'm glad that I've made it this far because I didn't really think I could, but the Holy Spirit has helped me. So I guess we're happy about that. Welcome everyone that's watching on YouTube and everyone that's what that's just listening in. I'm so glad that you're here, and I know that God is so glad that you're here. Also, you know, don't hesitate to grab your coffee, your tea, just sit down. And I believe that after today's episode, you're gonna have a lot of questions and things to actually think about. And I pray that God gives you the wisdom and even the grace to be able to do what needs to be done after this episode is done now for those who don't know me my name is Miriam I have to introduce myself every time because obviously not everyone might join from the very first episode um, my name is Miriam you can call me Mimi you can call me Ashapa um, I'm privileged to be the host of the growth through and you know it's just this space where you come in to be yourself and encounter Jesus and he makes you more like him. It's a place where you get to ask all your questions to God and know that he's going to answer you fully and completely and you know it's a place where you can talk about the difficult things, the things that are not so easy to talk about and we address them and pray on them and we look at what the Bible says about them and we ultimately just grow and become more like Christ, which is the ultimate goal as a Christian. So welcome again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, so from today's topic, or you know, the topic of the podcast or the video, gosh, it's gonna be juicy. <laughs> Not because of anything else, but because of how much this has been a struggle for me. I don't know if I'm alone. If I'm alone, then chip. If I'm not alone, please tell me in the comment section because I'm going through life with just this chip on my shoulder. You know why would somebody hurt me once you hurt me I'm cutting you off i might not cut you off in that if i see you i won't talk to you i'll talk to you but you just don't have that place in my life anymore even if you apologize and i just realized that that's not a godly way <laughs> and if i really want to do this work with god thing certain things have to go into dustbin and one of them is unforgiveness okay okay so today we're going to be talking about forgiveness if you haven't guessed already why you should forgive us as a Christian, who you should forgive as a Christian, and how do I actually go about forgiving? What are the practical steps that I can take to actually help me get these people slash person off my chest? Because I know that some of you that are watching, there are people that as I'm speaking right now, you're like, don't care, I'm not going to forgive that person because you know they did this or that. Don't worry, but by the end of this episode, I know that <laughs> God will help you. <laughs> Because, and honestly, I relate. I relate. I really want to start this episode by giving a huge disclaimer that I absolutely understand how hurtful certain things can be and how hard it can be to actually get over it or how impossible it can even feel that it can, you can actually get over it. Sometimes we want to get over it. We want to just move on with our lives. But when you think about it, have you ever woken up in the middle of the night and just be like, wait. It's me that somebody did like this. Wow. I don't know if that's only happened to me. But that's happened to me so much. But, you know, I'm going to dive deep into it. I'm going to talk about the hard things. And I trust that at the end of it all, God is going to help you to let those people go. And to honestly just move on with your life and choose better and do better. 
so yes if you see me looking down on my laptop looking down here it's because my laptop is here i have so many points that i've written down so i need to read them all so that i can really get into the full gist and honestly transparency moments when i got this episode i kind of looked at the name like oh, okay <laughs> because i was like what am i supposed to say i don't even know what to do a lot of my journey on forgiveness has been purely by the help of the holy spirit so i wasn't exactly sure what to say and you know the was just to tell them what i told you so here i am telling you what he told me and how he helped me to overcome some of the hurts and i'm not even just talking about people that had done things recently i had to go back to my past and dig up you know some of the things that i had just shoved down and i was like yeah no whatever i've cut you from my life i'm not interested but yeah i'm lighter and i'm the better for it so yeah so let's get right into it first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to define forgiveness and this is straight from wikipedia straight from our very dear own google okay i just really like this definition because i feel like it was so apt and kind of fully encompasses what i've learned forgiveness to be and what it actually is so wikipedia says <laughs> forgiveness in a psychological sense is the intentional and voluntary process by which one who may initially feel victimized or wrong goes through a change in feelings and attitude regarding a given offender and overcomes the impact of the offense including negative emotions such as resentment and a desire for vengeance however justified it might be so it's basically when you go through a process and as christians you go through that process with god by which you who was wronged or because it says who may feel wronged but in some cases you are actually wronged and you might be the victim in that situation goes through a change in feelings and attitude regarding that offender or the person that hurts you and you overcome the impact of the offense including negative emotions such as resentment and i'm also going to add anger i'm going to add bitterness because those are all things that we feel when we are offended or angry at someone and a desire for vengeance however justified it might be so you let go of these things by the process of changing your emotions or how you feel towards those things so that's what wikipedia says forgiveness is and so based off of that <laughs> based and so based off of that definition right we're going to kind of dive into why you should forgive as a christian and this applies to christians but to everybody to be fair you should forgive just because it's easier in your mental health when you do but as a christian why should you forgive two things first thing is that you forgive because you have been forgiven there's a story in the bible and this this is jesus it was a parable that the story that jesus was telling peter when he asked him god you know master how many times should i forgive a person who has helped me is it seven times like seven times will i let them go and jesus is jesus jesus response to him was you know, seven times 70 and he went on to give him to tell him to tell a story about this um, ruler i think it was a ruler or a king or something like that who had a lot of money and one day he woke up and he was like you know let's go through my list of debtors and people who are owing me money right and he stumbled upon this servant of his that owed him about a lot of money though i don't know how much that would have been in current currency but let's say he owed him a million dollars right and they, brought, they bring this servant guy in and 
the servant, uh, the king is like, okay, pay me my money. And the servant pleads and says, oh, I don't have enough. And he was like, okay, um, since you don't have the money to pay me, I'm going to throw you in, basically pack you, your children, everything you own, sell you, and then get my money back, right? And the servant pleads with the master, and says the master had compassion on him. The master says, okay, you know what, I forgive your debt go on and live your life freely, right? So the servant goes, you're happy, my debt has been paid. He goes out and this servant guy, oh Jesus, he stumbles upon his other, his co-servant, his friend, I think, who had also, who was owing him. So he meets this guy and tells this guy, oh, where's my money? And he jacks him by the neck. The was literally holds him by his shirt. I was like, where's my money? And you know, the other servant in the same way that he just did with the king he says, Oh, I'm sorry, please give me a little bit more time. I'll be able to pay you. And the guy says, No, no, I disagree. I don't I don't like that. No, you're gonna pay me now. And the guy pleads and he's not able to pay. So the servant throws the other servant, the other brother, his other friend who owes him money into prison until he can pay. And these are now the real OGs of the story, the real MVPs of this story. They see other servants around him see what he's done and they go back and report to the king and say to the king this is what this um servant has done and he refused to forgive the debt of this other person even though you just finished giving him this huge debt that he had right and the servant you know the king is upset and he you know asks the servant to be thrown into prison and tortured for you know until he can pay back his debt and the ending of that, Jesus ends by saying that, and this is exactly what my father will do to you if you do not forgive those who, who, who have wronged you. And honestly, when I read that, right, it's a very funny story because in my head I'm like, why would you not? Somebody just finished forgiving you how much? Which, which amount of money are you looking for that? Because the person I was owing him was even owing him far less than he was owing the king. But he just was like, I will forgive. I won't like I won't forgive the debt. You have to give me back. That's the exact same thing that we do as Christians. God has forgiven us. We have done so much. We have given him reason after reason after reason to give up and just be like, I'm done with you guys. But he has stayed and he has forgiven us. And he has loved us and he even gave us Jesus Christ. And all of these things. He has called us. He has called us by name. We we err daily, but God is still there. And even when we come back and we say, God, forgive me, have mercy on me, and we repent. He doesn't even hold it against us, right? Why then do we as Christians, and I'm talking to all of us, it doesn't matter what has happened now, and I'm talking to everybody, I'm saying this in the most sensitive way because I know that things hurt and things, it's hard. But if Jesus, right, who is perfect in his own, in, in everything, and is is right with his right on all grounds to be angry and unforgiving because he's holy and he has never wronged us but we've always wronged him we always wrong him right if he can forgive us why like why why do we find it so hard to just let things go and i'm talking from the little to the big and this is this is this fans across all borders so the ones the friends who betrayed you the ex you true cheated the friend who had you know did things with your boyfriend at the time the 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 husband who cheated all of that 
it still falls under forgiveness it doesn't matter what has been done to you you have to go through that process of forgiveness why because jesus forgave you at some point you heard at some point you did things to god and he still shows up for you every single day so that means that you have to forgive now that journey of forgiveness will not be easy and you will have to address a lot of negative emotions that you do not want to face which is very fair but it doesn't mean that you don't face them because if you don't the bible says that the exact thing that that king did to that servant is what god will do to you if you don't forgive your brother and even the bible says that you know like in in, in the lord's prayer it says forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and a lot of the times as christians we like to just play it up and be like mm, like you know i don't have to like i don't have to be like i'm just going to cut them off and live my life that's not the life we're called to as Christians. Part of dying to your flesh is also dying to your right to be right. It's also dying to your right to be hurt. I'm not saying that you can't feel your feelings and feel your emotions and be upset. That's fine. But when it now gets to a point where you are just on this journey of just unforgiveness, how do you expect God to answer your prayers? Like, it's not the Bible says that if if you know if, if if you're about to give a sacrifice and you remember that your brother has something against you, you have to drop that sacrifice then go and reconcile with your brother and then come back. If not, that sacrifice is useless. The Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice. So you have to obey God's word. And it's hard and it's not easy, but really and truly. It just is what it is and you have to go on that journey with God and tell God, God, I want to forgive this person but it's hard, especially and do you know it's even worse when the person doesn't know what they've done, right? And they don't keep doing what they <laughs> have you ever met these people these kind of these kinds of people where they will hurt you, they will wrong you, and they know that what they have done is annoying and they've hurt you, but they will still come back and continue doing those things and acting like they did not just finish doing what they just did. Even those people, you still have to forgive them. <laughs> you still ought to forgive them daily. And I've learned that forgiveness is a choice, it's not a feeling. Because let me tell you something about forgiveness. You will forgive somebody. They will do something else that will just remind you of what they've done. And in that moment, you have the choice to either bring it up and throw it in your face and say, oh, you just did this, this to me. Or you can choose to forgive them again. And sometimes, even when they have not done anything, even when you have forgiven them, it will be a day that you just remember what they've done and it will just be like, it's fresh again in your chest. You have to make a choice that you will continue to forgive them, even when that feeling, feeling comes, even when, the, even when those emotions arise again and it makes you feel like, okay, God, have I really forgiven them? You have, but one thing about the enemy, he would try to hit you where it hurts and that most times is with people who have hurt you and he will try to make resentment and bitterness build in your heart because once those build, you will not be able to pray. Have you ever, if you can pray and you're angry at somebody, I'm very afraid of you. Very, very afraid of you because it's either that you don't, you actually don't know what you're doing or you have just shut your mind to the Holy Spirit completely and that's a scary thing to do honestly so that's why you should forgive that's the first reason why you should forgive the second reason why you should forgive you should forgive because god commands it not because yes forgive because you have been forgiven there's a huge debt on your life that has been forgiven god has saved you from the power of sin and death and shame but you should also forgive because he asked us to he commanded it actually so it's not something you can just skirt over and be like okay you can't pick and choose 
what parts of the Bible you choose to follow. This part too is very essential. There I say is one of the most essential parts. Because if you're carrying bitterness and anger in your heart, you become a version of yourself that you didn't even know existed, to be honest. You become the very thing that you hate. The very person that offended you, trust me, before you know it, you start treating other people the exact same way they treated you. If you do not deal with that resentment and anger and bitterness. And it also affects your ability to build new relationships and new friendships. Have you ever tried to be friends with somebody who just got hurt and they have not dealt with that hurt, they will project every single thing on you. You can just do the littlest things, the, the littlest things, and they will just go off on a rampage. And you're so confused, but it's because they have not dealt with that pain and that suffering and anger and resentment that they've had from their other relationships. And now they're projecting it onto you. And it's the same thing we do as Christians. You can't keep the thing in your chest because this person really really hurt you and you have the right to be angry so you stand on it and you're like yeah i'm not going to forgive <laughs> miss male mr man <laughs> yeah you are deceiving yourself because <laughs> i don't know about you guys but is it not tiresome having to walk into a room and always having to remember that oh i'm not good terms with this person so i have to blow my face even when even when you came in the, the happiest person you have to intentionally remember, oh, I can't talk to this person, or oh, I have to give this person attitude. Are you not tired? <laughs> like, are you not exhausted? I don't know about you, but that's very mentally exhausting. I already have so much on my plate that I'm thinking about. I cannot be going out to functions or going into a friend's house and I can't talk to everybody in the room because oh, there's this one person that I've sworn that I will never speak to because they did X, Y, and Z to me. And I'm not trying to trivialize what you are going through because it could be very, and I keep saying this because I know how it feels, but I also know that if you do not make this decision, you will become a bitter person and no one likes being around bitter people and beyond that you risk the chance of god not forgiving you for your own sins do you know how many times you've seen it okay so now we're going to go into who you should forgive and this is quite obvious because you only forgive people who have hurt you right like yes you need to forgive others forgive people who have hurt you forgive your parents for not knowing better <laughs> like literally forgive your friends for hurting you for gossiping forgive them for stealing your boyfriend he was never yours to begin with if he, if he could even be stolen to be very honest forgive your ex <laughs> he probably didn't know what he was doing and even if he did it he did it intentionally forgive him and most of all forgive yourself so you need to forgive others and you need to forgive yourself forgive yourself for the mistakes that you made forgive yourself for the way for forgive yourself for the way you hurt other people forgive yourself for the decisions that you made that you know that you could have done better but you didn't do better forgive yourself for not even knowing to do better forgive yourself for not going after the things that you should have gone up gone gone after and missing opportunities and relationships with people forgive yourself those are the two people that you need to forgive other people and yourself because if you don't you will continue to, have you ever have you ever resented yourself like so when you wake up in the morning you just look at yourself and you're like why are you such a movie like why can't you just do things right that's not normal <laughs> that is not normal that is from the deepest pits of hell and you need to go on that journey with god to forgive yourself if not there's nothing that God will tell you that he wants to do in your life that you will believe because as far as you're concerned everything you do is trash because you made that mistake because you didn't do that thing because you made those decisions 
So as a result, even if he's trying to do anything in your life, you won't see it. And worst of all, you won't even accept it. Because left to you, you're at the bottom of the dustbin. When in reality, you're not. That's not how God sees you. So you actually need to go on that journey. Because you think that you have forgiven yourself for certain things that have happened in your life. Until you and God are going on that process, and it starts to reveal to you that you see why you're always so quick to do XYZ. It's because of XYZ. That's when you actually realize that, wow, I actually haven't forgiven myself and I haven't let go of the things that I should have let go of, right? So now we're going to go into how. So we're going to start with forgiving others. How to forgive others are the practical steps to take that will get you on that journey of forgiveness and help you forgive people. I wrote, I wrote them down, so I'm going to read them out point by point, And then we're also going to go into forgiving yourself and the practical ways to do that so the first one for forgiving others is be vulnerable with god and with yourself don't try to act like nothing is going on or like you're not hurt because it does no one any good not you or the ones who have hurt you especially if they don't know that it hurts you not talking about it is not going to get you anywhere all you're going to do is just pile up all that rubbish emotion in your heart and pile up all that anger and resentment and bitterness until one day you burst out and everybody around you is so confused as to what's going on because you never actually took the time to communicate to god to yourself and then to the people around you what exactly has hurt you or what, what exactly they've done to hurt you and so speaking to god allows him to work on your heart it allows you it allows him to heal your heart but it also allows him to have the difficult conversations with you on where or how you might have gone wrong and this puts the focus on God and prevents you from taking on that victim mentality you know people you see this victim mentality thing to me it gets so upset about though like why they like why would you say that I have a victim mentality like not necessarily they said it to me directly but they would say things like oh this person has a victim mentality and I was like how do you know like how do you know you went there you don't know what hurt them you don't know why they did what they did or reacted to me that they did but one thing the Holy Spirit has made me realize is that it is very possible to take on a victim mentality where you refuse to take accountability and responsibility for what you might have done to have elicited that kind of response from a person because I choose to believe that human beings are not insane I choose to believe that your friends are not insane at least not all of them right so for you to elicit that kind of behavior from your friend or where they yell at you or they do certain things and sometimes i'm not saying that it's in every situation that when they do something is because of something you have done no sometimes people just do things based off of what's going on internally within them right and that's okay but sometimes especially when there's a back and forth you might have said or done something that you need to be able to take responsibility and accountability for so that you don't keep thinking everybody's against me everybody hates me when in reality there are things that if you just fix it would solve a lot of your problems and a lot of your issues so that's 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 that about that and also speaking to god gives him permission to transform you and also restore he can't restore something you refuse to acknowledge is broken it's like me saying somebody saying oh um i want like let's say my vase broke on the floor right and they're like oh let me help you replace it where did you get it from i want to buy it for you i'm like oh no the vase is not broken Everybody in the room can see that that vase is on the floor and it's broken. But me, I'm there saying, oh no, the vase is not broken. You don't need to buy anything. It's okay. It's fine. And then I'm still trying to like piece it together and pretend like it's not broken. Hello, auntie, uncle. 
Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Won't you think that something is wrong with me? Like, will you not put your hand on my head and be like, are you, are you hot? Are you okay? Is everything fine? Exactly thing we do as Christians. We like to put on this, you know, I'm fine, I'm okay, everything's fine, I'm good, I don't need them, I'm fine. Darling, you have been crying yourself to sleep for the past 10 days. It's time to acknowledge that you're not okay and it's okay that you're not okay, it's okay that you're hurt. It's okay that you feel like somebody has put a knife in your chest and is digging it like this. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's completely fine. That is the first step. Acknowledging that actually something is broken is what gives God the opportunity to actually fix it. Because if you don't acknowledge it, there's nothing to fix. <laughs> and you will just keep going and going and going until one day you reach rock bottom and you now realize, okay, well, I actually need to figure this out. And by then, you would have probably pushed so many people away and done things that you yourself cannot even imagine. I take it from someone who's done that, who's been there. <laughs> just talk, open up talk about it this is what this is what this person did that is annoying me or that hurt me please help me restore what needs to be restored because if he's going to take those people out of your life which in some cases he might because they just might not be a good fit for you he needs to be able to you need to be able to acknowledge that something is broken for him to restore it and that's just it honestly the third thing that you can do that can help you forgive a person is to remove gossip and slander about that person from your mouth now as an ex-gossiper <laughs> I can tell you that this one talking to God was not was not hard for me because I already his ears are already full at this point acknowledging where I went wrong not something that I used to struggle with but you see this one removing gossip and slander especially when you hurt me Whew, child it was a journey because you call it venting now wait hold on <laughs> there's nothing wrong with expressing how you feel there's nothing wrong with saying this person has hurt me but if in the, in the process of talking about how you feel slanderous words are coming out of your mouth with regards to that person you need to actually check yourself and sometimes it's hard you can't control it your mouth just opens and all you have to say is just negative words but you can't continue in that fashion. You can't keep every time the person's name comes up, you're the first person in life, ah, this person did this, 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 this to me. This person is this person, this, this person is that. How do you expect to forgive the person when all you keep feeding your mind about that person is wrong words? I find that something that helped me forgive other people is just asking myself, is this who they are or is this just something that happened maybe because they were hurt or because they were upset? And it has also allowed me to just zip my mouth so one thing I did when I think I had an altercation with a friend is that I never said anything to anybody. I only spoke to one person about it. And I said to her, if you ever hear me open my mouth and insult this person, please get off this call with me and just decide that you're not going to talk to me about it. Because I never want to become that person. I never want to be that person that is better. And then everywhere we sit down, I'm not creating a gang of people against her. To me, that's a version of witchcraft. <laughs> I know it sounds like extreme but truth be told why am I gathering enemies for somebody else because what I'm saying is going to change that other person's perspective whether I like it or not so if I sit in a room with a group of people who might not know this person or this group of people and I just begin to just 
open my mouth and I'm like just talking about them. This person might not have, these people might not have met them, but if they ever meet that person or group of people, best believe that their opinion and view of them will be skewed, right? So I know that sometimes in the moment it's not easy, but you always have to remember to catch yourself and to stop yourself from just going off every single time. Because also what that happens is that, sorry, what that does when you remove gossip and slander from your like tongue about these people is that it also helps you to think clearly you're not only consistently just thinking this person is mad this person did this person is that you're able to just see them for who they are be even beyond the offense and you're able to be like okay this person is not a bad person they just did this xyz to me and acknowledge that what they did is hurtful but it doesn't mean that I should go in a room and just slander their name. So as a result, I would just be quiet about what happened, at least until I know I'm in a better place where I can speak about it without being slandered. Because you can't actually talk about a situation or thing that happened to you that is hurtful without slandering a person's name. And also, lastly, what gossiping and slander does for you is that it creates a very conducive environment for the enemy and his cohorts to come in. And then before you know it, that person is not the only person you're gossiping about. You're gossiping about every other person. Even if they do if something very little to you, they, the enemy can come and you can you can allow the enemy to just create an environment of just anger. Before you know it, you become an angry person. Any small thing that anybody does to you, you are setting off like generator. Like last last, your anger can never borrow beans. So like and lastly, the final thing that I would say about forgiving others, I kind of touched on this before, but I'll say it in a very, in a bit of a different way, which is that you ought to talk to the people who hurt you. And that is after you have gone through the process of talking with God and processing exactly how you felt and where you went wrong. Because you don't want to talk to someone who's hurt you when you cannot see anything that you've done wrong. And all you're coming with is your own opinions and your own mindset and you're just like, yeah, take it or leave it. Problems never get solved that way. You have to come with an open mind and a willingness to understand their own side of the story or their own point of view because that's the only thing that can lead to actual reconciliation and just letting everything go. So I feel like that is sort of like a last step that I would say to do. Talk to people who hurt you. Have a meeting. Preferably where both of you are coming with an understanding and, and willingness to actually talk about what happened and not just coming with fire yes i'm coming to destroy this person and just nothing gets solved like that not for you or for the person or all, all, all it does is just even create more opportunities for unforgiveness and for anger to dwell so you you want to talk to the person but also like i said before if it's a situation where your safety is in question i would say you should wait out on doing this until you know that you can talk to them in a safe place and where other people are so that nothing can be done or said to you that is harmful right but i believe that talking to people also goes a long way because you get to understand their perspective it opens your mind up to see that wow this person was thinking about this so differently than i was they they interpreted what i i said so differently that i meant it right and you're able to apologize where apologies needed take accountability where needed but also express your emotions and express your heart because that leaves you living very light like that is, sorry that leaves you feeling very very light because then you're not you know carrying anything on your shoulders anymore you've said what you said you've said what has been on your chest and on your heart in a very understandable way and most of the times i find that when you when you come with an approach of understanding and willingness 
people are more willing to listen and you guys are able to solve it even though both of you even agree after that comes in okay we don't think that this friendship is something that would work for us let's just agree to be acquaintances i wish you guys are acquaintances now but with nothing there's no bad blood between both of you right and so and even if you guys do decide to go on to be friends now there's that understanding that okay these are things that i can't say to her anymore and these are things that i don't like when she says to me and both of you are able to learn grow from that and hopefully become stronger friends or boyfriend and girlfriend depending on what the situation is or even with your parents honestly right so that's what i would say these are the four things or rather i think four or five things that i would say that are practical tips that you can use to help you forgive people now want to forgive yourself hmm. this is one that i have struggled with a lot because i've made a lot of decisions that i really should not have made and i've done things that i'm not necessarily proud of but i believe that a huge part of me even understanding who god says i am and even believing it has come from forgiving myself for the things that i did letting go of the things that i did and didn't do because sometimes it's not about what you did it's about what you didn't do what you could have done but didn't do so yes um i have i think four things written down here of forgiving yourself the first thing is asking God for reassurance that he has forgiven me and that it's okay for me to let it go. Oftentimes, the reason why we don't forgive ourselves is because we believe that God hasn't forgiven or that he's hanging it over our heads, when in reality, he's not. I always ask God if I'm doing the right thing or if I need help with forgiving myself. This also ties into prayer, right? So this, this, is, this, this is going to come in the form of prayer. You're going to sit with yourself and sit with God and you're going to ask God to help you, to reassure you that you know he's not angry at you anymore and i know this sounds a bit weird because hey why am i asking god for reassurance personally i believe that in every relationship right reassurance is necessary whether in friendships or in um marriage or in just you know romantic relationships or even in parenthood to be fair reassurance is important so the same way you would like your friend to reassure you that oh you know that you're loved and you're seen and you want your boyfriend to tell you oh you know i love you i care about you it's the same way god is very much intentional about making it clear to you that he loves you he's forgiving you and he, loves, and he cares about you so it's not far-fetched to ask god to show you and to just remind you of his love and remind you of his forgiveness personally that has helped me to let myself go because if god was every right to be upset at me decides to forgive me and let it go I ought to forgive myself and also let it go, right? Um, the second thing is acknowledging where I went wrong, or rather where you went wrong, and allowing God to rebuke you when you accept God's rebuke. The second thing is acknowledging when you went wrong and allowing God to rebuke you. When you accept God's reproach and rebuke, it helps you to become sensitive to your actions and also ensures that you've learned from your mistake and as, and as a result, you're able to let it go because you know that you and God have gone through that process together. Right. So where you like when you confess and you repent, that's why repentance is such an amazing thing because not only does it posture you to change and to turn away from what you've done, maybe the habits that you do, but it also allows helps you to forgive yourself because when you truly start to see that okay, I'm no longer doing those things anymore and I've turned away from it, you're able to be like, okay, this is no longer who I am, so I have to let that thing go, I have to let that thing that I did or that those mistakes that I've made go because I know that this is now who God has made me because I've gone to that 
process of reproach and rebuke and repentance, then I'm now a better person. So I ought to forgive myself. So that's why it's so important. So why I love um the 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 prayer that David prayed when um he had wronged God by sleeping with Bathsheba and you know killing her husband in war and all of that stuff. And he said, you know, um, take not your spirit away from me. You know, like he was. If you read that entire you know story he was very very repentant and he was like he went through the process with god it was hard but he went through it and he became a better king and a better person yes there were consequences for his actions 100 percent but he, he didn't doubt that god loved him you know he didn't doubt that god had forgiven him afterwards it was hard yes but you know he was able to still do the things that god wanted him to do and still had a very full relation full relationship with god even after same thing with peter right if peter had beat himself up about denying jesus he never would have been the rock upon which christ built the church so like you have to forgive yourself not even only for the sake of your your health and sorry your mental health and also like just letting things go but also for the sake of destiny because if you keep beating yourself up then there's nothing that god will tell you that okay you know i'm forgiving you i want you to do this you won't do it or you won't even feel like you can do it and you won't believe and that leads to a lack of faith and just open that just opens up a whole other myriad of issues so i really think that it's worth it to go on this journey with god and allow god to rebuke you and accept his rebuke and reproach and then because it says the bible says that he rebukes the ones whom he loves so that was one expression of his love for you if he takes up time to actually rebuke you it means he loves you you don't bother to rebuke somebody you don't care about because really what's your business same thing right so but he loves each and every one of us it's why he takes the time to actually tell you what you did was wrong i don't like this and you're able to grow and learn from that and become better and thus forgive yourself and let things go and the third thing is reading the word of god there are situations that personally right i've put myself in and i've put myself in, in positions but I read the Bible and it says that even the lawful captive shall be set free. And as a result of just this Bible verse, I was able to let go and trust in God's abundant mercy. Right. And reading those words really, really helped me in that season because I had done, I had made a series of decisions that just led me to this point where I was like, right, I actually did this to myself. Like I'm my own up. I did this to myself. And it took me a while to actually accept that god could help me out of it because i didn't even bother praying about it i was trying to solve the issues by myself i was trying to just figure out how to get out of it because i was like you know i put myself here there's no need to bother god with this you know he's already done enough for me i already angered him let me just give him give him a break give him space and then i'll figure it out for myself sometimes as human beings i wonder how god just looks at us and he's like why are you doing this to yourself but yes, it's what it's it's what I felt was right in the moment, right? So it's the same thing. It's it, it it's the same thing with like you know us as human beings. We go through things and we do things that hurt people or even hurt ourselves, and we find it so hard to just believe that God can actually help us out of those situations. But He can, one hundred percent, He can and his mercy is abundant and you have to trust that he's merciful enough to help you out of it you actually have to pray about it so there's any situation in your life right now that you're going through and you know that's only as a result of your own mistakes that you got there and you're finding it so hard to pray about it because you just feel like oh i got myself in this i have to get yours i have to get you out you don't have the wisdom to get yourself out of it unfortunately and that's when you see 
it but god the holy spirit does have the wisdom so pray about it and trust and plead for mercy and trust that his mercy is abundant enough to cover his mercy 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 covers multitudes of sins so yes his mercy can cover you and will cover you if you actually just surrender everything to him and the last thing I'm going, to, I'm going to say for forgiving yourself is also prayer. But these last two also apply to forgiving other people. Reading the word of God and actually finding verses that talk about forgiveness and why you should forgive will also put you in that headspace of actually intentionally asking God to help you forgive, which is then prayer, speaking to God about it and saying, God, help me. I need help with forgiving. Give me the grace because I'm struggling, right? Those things will also those two things will also help you forgive other people but i only put it in prayer in forgiving yourself because these are the things that i did that helped me forgive myself and i heard someone say that um, i think it was pastor nathan Basi on hallelujah challenge last year he talked about that if you're right ask god for mercy if you're wrong ask god for mercy if you're not sure ask god for mercy prayer of mercy is such a powerful one and it's one that we all need to pray daily and more especially if you are going through the season of just guilt and condemnation you need to first ask god for his mercy and to also ask him to help you see yourself and the situation that you're in the way he sees it because he has forgiven you and he needs you to forgive yourself so prayer is something that is so powerful and is so potent and i believe that it will help you sort out a lot of all these other things honestly i feel like it ties it ties everything in because if you're able to pray to god to ask him to help you forgive and ask him to help you forgive other people and also forgive yourself he will then take you through these processes that i've mentioned so prayer is the foremost and it's the most important so because i left it last does not mean that oh it's the least it's definitely not the least if anything it's one of the most important and in like in 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 alignment is also reading the word so reading the word and praying both of them will help you forgive faster and quicker to be honest because you're able to just surrender everything to god in prayer as you pray so yes that's everything and i really hope more than anything that this episode has blessed you and has really opened your eyes to see that you actually can forgive you're not an unforgiving person you just need to surrender everything to god no matter how hurtful it is no matter how painful it is no matter for how long you've kept it in everybody everybody you need to forgive everyone the ones who have abused you the one who have hurt you the one who took advantage of your innocence each and every one of those because i promise you is not worth it someone said something one time he said um unforgiveness is like eating poison and expecting somebody else to be to to be harmed by it it does you no good it really does you no good and i really really pray that god gives you the grace and the ability to be able to go through that process with him and to forgive each and every person that needs to be forgiven so that he might also forgive you and i pray that he heals your heart from all the hurt that you've experienced and truly restores what needs to be restored i pray that the I think the Bible verse that talks about, you know, beauty for ashes and a crown and a garment of praise for mourning. I really pray that that becomes your testimony in this season. And I know that God is going to do the amazing things in your life. Thank you so much for watching. This brings us to the end of episode three. I'm so grateful that you're here and I know that God has met with you. And I really pray that this episode impacts you completely. Thank you so much for watching. Again, my name is Miriam. And this is episode three of your birth room. Toodles!